following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on Adorn Mayhew Thursday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Bean Garter will officially become Dorn Mayhew here at the end of the month. The sign is already up along 131 in downtown GR. Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, will be in studio momentarily. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, former Lion. He joins us every week. Presented by Dorn Mayhew, we'll talk about the Lions and the Saints on Sunday down in Louisiana. Get to the rest of the NFC North and the NFL. Let's welcome in the fellas. First, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder. Dorn Mayhew heads up the Grand Rapids office. What's up, my man? How much? Did you enjoy the game Saturday, Ohio State-Michigan? I did. What a game. Um, epic game, I think you called a few minutes ago. What a game. Uh very happy with the outcome. So that was all, and we had Lomas down there uh, with Impact Power Sports in the Lomas Brown golf cart that somebody <laughs> will win next summer. Just text Impact to twenty one thousand. Lomas was looking good in the golf cart. I know you saw our video uh, that I described as Dumb and Dumber two, the uh, upcoming movie. Uh, but it's a great golf cart, and people love Lomas, man. You know, with you know a hundred. Well, you got to remember, there's a hundred and. 11,000 that got into the stadium, but everybody tailgated. I, I think there was quarter million people down there uh, last Saturday. And Lomas, you had a great time, didn't you? Oh, I had a wonderful time. And yeah, your estimates, it had to be that amount of people there. It was awesome, huge. It was overwhelming. And like I said, I've been to plenty of sporting events and been involved with sporting events. But I don't think I've ever been overwhelmed by a sporting event like that. And I didn't even go to the game. I just tailgated. Didn't even go to the game, and I was overwhelmed. So it was awesome. You know, it was really cool, too, Josh. When he was leaving, he said, bye-bye, Billy. And I said, (laughs) that sounds like it's going to be a documentary. (laughs) He goes, bye-bye, Billy. And I told Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network, I'm like, I think I'm going to, that's going to be my life story as a broadcaster. (laughs) And then Lomas is going to be sitting there just like he was in Bye Bye Barry going, you know, eventually Bill would say the wrong thing. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see, hey, Josh, did you watch Bye Bye Barry? I did actually this last weekend. Did you see Lomas in there? I did. Lomas and Herman and all the guys. Lomas is in every documentary. He is. (laughs) He is. He must have the best documentary agent on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Lomas, I I turn around, there could be tonight on our documentary on wild geese in northern Canada. Lomas Brown. How did Lomas get on that documentary? He's everywhere. He's like I was hyped up on Mountain Dew in that documentary. Man, uh, you were. You were getting excited. I'm like, is he foaming at the mouth right now? What's going on? 
<laughs> I know, man. You see Kevin Glover, he was sitting there calm as can be. They cut cut to me, and I'm hiked up on Mountain Dew, jumping around, eyes bugging out. I'm like, what in the world was wrong with me? So, yeah, yeah. No, when I was watching Bye Bye Barry, they show one of the outtakes at the end. Lomas was moonwalking with a number 20 Lions jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, that was well done, and... I, you know, I cried uh, at the end because that's how much Barry Sanders meant to me and still does mean to me as a Lions fan. And Josh, uh, when, when it was over, what were you thinking in your mind? You know, I was glad my kids were watching that with me. Awesome. That's because the kids are the kids are not used to the athletes of today that are very celebratory, uh, lots of show. And they there were times where Barry was talking about. Uh, not acting in that manner and they were almost somewhat confused and by the end they were like wow it really is the right thing to just hand the ball to the ref when you score isn't it and so it was pretty cool to see their reaction uh at their age points uh to see the respect uh that barry had for the game and and the players and the referees and it was just it was a very very well done documentary and lomas for you being in the documentary on a serious note playing alongside barry opening up those holes and some of the highlights I hadn't seen for a while where there's like defenders singing the plays over and there goes uh, Barry. After you watch Bye Bye Barry, uh, what were some of the things going through your mind? Wow, well, that that was poignant what Josh just said because that's the effects you want to get out of a documentary and that's what you want to affect the next generation. So that's awesome, Josh, to hear that, but... For me, it was just kind of like reliving a lot of the moments, a lot of the things that, um, you know, that Barry went through. But knowing it, too, knowing it from a personal standpoint and knowing the guy, knowing what he stood for, knowing that once he retired that he wasn't coming back like a lot of people speculated because that's just how Barry was. You know, a great example was in the movie and the doc when we talked about him needing nine yards to go back in to, to win the Russian title. I mean, all of us wanted it, but, but Barry. You, we wanted it as linemen. You know, he had money riding on it, the prestige of being the Russian leader, and yet and still he didn't, you know, that didn't phase Barry. And that's just how he was, and that's how he is today. He's still the same person that I met in 1989. So I'm, it, it was great. I'm glad a lot of people are getting to see that and that side of him. Lois Brown is on the Lions Radio Network, former Lion, Josh Garvey's managing shareholder of Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. They join me every week. We talk about the Lions, uh, the stories connected to the Lions and where this team is at. And Josh, I'll begin with you uh, off a god-awful Thanksgiving performance they get a break uh, to get as healthy as they can for New Orleans, a team that is missing three of their top four wide receivers, as Jeff Risden mentioned earlier on the show. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Boy, I'm scared to see. Uh, coming off the Thanksgiving game, um, I think you'll see Detroit bounce back here. I do. Um, the line's about four. It's, it's hovering around four, but I – I think Detroit will come out. I think they're going to be ready. Um, some of the guys are, like you said, healed up a little bit. Um, and, and I do think you'll see him come out and play a much better uh, football game. Lomas, uh, looking at Thanksgiving to the time off, is that good for the Lions or 
Uh, would they have been better off playing a week later, the extra rest? I get that. But, man, Thanksgiving was so darn ugly, and that thing just lingering. Uh, how do you think the Lions respond against the Saints? Well, first, I think it was good. Just any time you could get the rest this time of the year, you will take it. But I, I think huge what we've been seeing over the last couple of weeks have been self-inflicted wounds. There and that's I think for me that's the most encouraging part about this is because these are things that can be cleaned up the fumbles the interception uh, the penalties those are things that you could work on and clean up as a team you know when we were the when we were talent deficient <laughs> you couldn't say that but we have just as much or more talent than the teams that we're going to face. So it's just a matter of us executing, not shooting ourselves in the foot, and and stop putting our defense in the short field by turnovers and and hurting the team. So so that's where my encouragement comes from. But I tell you what, we got a tough team we're getting ready to face. I've been watching them on film. You know, they they could get it together real easily, and they're still kind of in the hunt. Um, in their in that that division, so it's going to be a tough tough game, especially on the road. Josh, uh, when you look at the matchup with the Saints, uh, why do you like the Lions to win on Sunday? And what's your biggest concern? I think the Lions uh, can 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 do what they've done this year, which is I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Um, I think Montgomery, Gibbs, um, barring any health concerns, there, um, I do think they're going to have their way running the football. Um, I do think golf will bounce back. People are starting to doubt golf all of a sudden, but we forget what he did the first six weeks of the year. So uh, of the season, I should say, but I do like him to bounce back. And like I said, I think they can control the running game. The concern I have, um, we've talked about this guy every week, Alex Anzalone, not sure he's playing. And so uh, that's a different, he's a difference maker on the field. Uh, he's one of the few guys that's get that, that gets into the backfield of opponents on a regular basis, which, it's part of the problem on the pass rush, which we'll get to in a moment. But Anzalone, I know Jeff Risden was on earlier from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire. He's thinking Jonah Jackson and Anzalone won't play Sunday in New Orleans. Right. So I guess that's my biggest concern is Alex's influence on the game on the defensive side. He he sets the tone and there's a rhythm when he's in the game. What do you have? 15 tackles this last game or game before, and it's he sets the tone there a little bit. So that's my biggest concern is seeing his name on that list um, and what that could do to that defense. Josh Garvey is managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office, formerly Bean Carter. He joins me every Thursday with Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, the former Lion. And Lomas, uh, from what was bad on Thanksgiving, what becomes something good will watch Sunday against the Saints? I think, again, Josh, great point that you made with uh, Alex not being there. So I think the offensive line, I think these guys are something at the bit to get back out there and prove uh, prove that they are the number one line in this NFL. I know how it is coming off a tough game like that, and nobody played particularly well up front, you know, and you expect those guys. It's an expectation that comes with them guys that we expect from them guys to play at a high level. And they just didn't. Jared got hit too much. 
it was just too much pressure on them. And they, you know, so it was just a bad blocking by a bad day by the offensive line. So I expect these guys to come out and prove why they're one of the top offensive lines. Um, and Josh is right. I expect us to be able to run against the New Orleans Saints. That's going to have to be the thing that we're going to have to be able to do. I watch Atlanta run against them. Um, I watch Green Bay run against them. So they can be run against. Uh, as a defense, and that's what we're going to have to do. That's how you establish the line of scrimmage. I think that's how you get our offensive line back in rhythm. Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey joining me, talking Lions. We'll get to the NFC North in a moment, but this is a big game. Uh, This team, they found a way to win and get it done in L.A. against the Chargers. Had the comeback in the final five minutes against the Bears, and then just laid an egg. And again, when you play that bad and you only lose by seven, I know we can try and look at the glass half full, but I look at Sunday with the magic number sitting at four, which is amazing. Okay. Last time they had a magic number like this and they led this early uh, in the season. I Did I see something going back to like the fifties or sixties or something? like uh, this is uncharted territory uh, I, they have to win, Lomas uh, and Josh, and I'll get your thoughts first, Josh. I, I, I deem Sunday in the must-win category. I really do. I do, too. Um, coming off that last game and looking at Minnesota trailing you by a couple of games, um, I think it's a must-win. Um, we, we've got to take one game at a time, um, and it starts here uh, on the road at New Orleans. But I agree, it's a must-win football game. Lomas, uh, how do you how do you look at this game Sunday for the Lions? Yeah, I mean, I, I do I, I do look at it as a, a game that we have to win. It's an NFC game. Uh, we and quite frankly, we have to win this game. I think so, so we gain the confidence back uh, that we had before these last couple of games. Um, Again, it's going to be a test because it's going to be on the road in a hostile situation. So what that means is you got to take your solid count there. You know what I'm saying? So you can't put yourself in third and long situations. You can't be behind the sticks. You got to stay in front of the sticks, especially going to New Orleans, one of the loudest places in the league, trying to communicate out there on the offensive side of the ball. It's just going to be a headache. It really is. And it could be a difference maker. So to me, these guys got to grind it out and stay ahead of these six. But it's a must win. I think it's a must win, too, if you want to keep up with Dallas, San Francisco, uh, Philly, and the rest of the teams. As I was talking with Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire earlier in today's show, I, I think the Lions, I know they're tied with San Francisco right now, but the Niners have the tiebreaker on conference record. But that three seed, which would ensure the home playoff game and that you don't play the Cowboys in the opener, uh, that's where they're sitting right now. I would take that because it goes back to preseason expectations and the fact that this team would get a home playoff game. And, yes, they might have to go through San Francisco and Philly to get to the Super Bowl. But to me, the focus is kind of reset, uh, win the NFC North, get the three seed, get that home playoff game, and avoid the Cowboys. 
Yeah, that well, that's where it should be at huge, and that's where my my that's where I've been the whole time. You know, again, they're doing so well, and they I think they're here the way people thought they would be. That's when you start hearing the Super Bowl talk and all that. But as you know from the beginning, I said my goal was for them to win the end, win our division, and get a home playoff game and win that. That that was my expectations coming into the season. Josh Garvey, he is managing shareholder Dorn Mayhew, Grand Rapids office, Lomas Brown. What were your expectations going back to when we had our first broadcast uh, with Lomas, Josh? What you were thinking would be the perfect season. I know wins at KC at Green Bay, the hype, Monday Night Football, uh, Super Bowl talk started. Like I said, I've kind of reset mine. I know what I expect and what I think they can do. What were you thinking before the season and where are you at now? Yeah, I think I was on the same page where Lomas was, was uh, to win the division. Let's start there. Um, and I think we'd pick the games to start the season. And, and, and I think I was 13 or 14 wins, and maybe I was shooting a little high. But, yeah, um, I was 14 and three. Yeah, I think I was right there with you, 13 or 14 wins. And I, I think the expectation was to win that division and, and hopefully host a playoff game and, and um, maybe get a win there. But um, certainly wasn't talking Super Bowl. Um, uh, it's at the beginning of the year, but certainly agree with Lomas's comment here. This is a big bounce back game for the confidence, and you hope they can go in there and get that get that confidence back with a win on the road. Lomas Brown, uh, before I let you go, what's your prediction uh, on the Lions game? Well, I expect them to win the game. I I, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I just do. I just think we're going to have to come out and and it might be a shootout. I think we could probably win the game. I'm looking maybe 30, uh, 30 to 26, somewhere out there, 30 to 24, somewhere up in that range right there. Because I do think that they can put up points. They can move the ball offensively. So can we. I think it's just going to become, it's going to come down to what defense can get stops. And New Orleans has a good defense. They really do. So our defense is going to definitely have to show up on Sunday. And Josh, uh, what will be the final score at the Mercedes-Benz Dome? Yeah, I think that's a loud crowd there. That environment there is quite loud. Um, I think New Orleans, without these receivers, uh, huge. I think they're going to be missing some of those big uh, playmakers, uh, the speed on the outside. I, I like Camara back in the backfield, but I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring. So I'm, I'm seeing like a, like a 27-17 Detroit. 27-17. Uh, and I like the Lions in a close one. Uh, I'll say like 24-21, uh, get a win any means possible and come back home. And like we said, guys, magic numbers at four. Uh, it looks like barn a collapse. And that's my, not fear, just a point of concern off the Green Bay game. They cannot deliver another ugly performance. They just can't with what they've built up and you want to stay on track to be that three seed, minimum three seed, if not the two. So get that W on Sunday. Lomas, uh, great to see you at the Michigan-Ohio State, the Impact Power Sports tailgate. Uh, everybody can text IMPACT to 21,000 for a shot at winning uh, Lomas's Lions. A tricked-up uh, golf cart, courtesy of Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford. Here on the west side of the state, West Michigan's go-to Yamaha uh, golf cart dealer.
Uh, Josh, uh, enjoy your trip down to the Big Ten Championship with the Wolverines and the Hawkeyes. Go Blue. Big game. Excited for that. So like to see Michigan win another Big Ten title. So And go get the natty. That's what they need to do. Lomas, uh, enjoy the trip down to New Orleans, and we'll talk next week. Yeah. All right. I think uh, we lost Lomas for a moment, but he was saying goodbye. I think his phone went in and out. Josh, and we'll also talk in seven days. Sounds great. Thank you. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, stop right! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. And here we go. Week 14 in the college football schedule. Championship week. Everything on the line for everyone. Oregon against Washington for the Pac-12 on Friday night. Followed up by Saturday's slate of Miami versus Toledo at noon for the MAC. Texas against Oklahoma State for the Big 12 at noon. Bama in Georgia for the SEC at 4. Louisville against Florida State at 8 for the ACC and Michigan and Iowa at 8 o'clock for the Big Ten. The college football playoff Final Four will get tickets punched and we'll see who survives and who the committee decides is worthy. If both Washington and Florida State survive then it should be Big Ten, Pac-12, SEC and ACC for our Final Four. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Doran Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement. Ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, Make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Tim 20 man is standing by from Allen Park. Let's talk about the Lions. 
from Thanksgiving to the Saints on Sunday in New Orleans. How you doing, Timmy? Good. You tell me. You know, after the three and a half ugly quarters against the Bears and then the unbelievable final four and a half minutes, I thought the Lions had the wake-up call with the short week for the Packers traveling in and the Lions getting that day advantage that they would take care of business on Thanksgiving Day, and it was just really ugly start to finish. Any explanation that you're hearing from Alan Park or just your own observation? I mean, just a stinker. I mean, when you play three games in 11 days, I think something like that can come up. Certainly not an excuse, but they were just sloppy. Um, credit Green Bay. They came in. They had a good plan. They got after Jared Goff. And look, when you lose the turnover battle, they got lucky against Chicago. That was 4-1. to one. Uh, Usually when you lose that differential by three, you ain't winning a football game. And um, they got lucky, you know, on Sunday. And it, it bit them again on Thursday. And they weren't so lucky this time. So, you know, I think they they talk it up to you know one of those games. Um, they got a chance to kind of regroup, have a little bye. They got healthier, um, and they're going to go back at it on on Sunday. And they expect to play much better football. So when you take the time to get the legs back, and you mentioned the three games in eleven days when they lost on Thanksgiving to the Packers, what do you expect Sunday in New Orleans? I expect a much better effort. Um, I expect a football team that's not going to hurt themselves as much as they have been uh, with some of the penalties, obviously the turnovers, which we talked about, um, and, and just some of the mistakes that have been a little bit uncharacteristic of what we've seen, um, you know, the previous nine games. Um, I expect them to be better. Like I said, they're healthy. Uh, they should have their five starting offensive linemen back. Uh, we could see Bruce Irvin for the first time. Maybe that gives them a little bit of a boost on the edge defensively. Um, and so, you know, sometimes you need a game like that. You need a little bit of wake-up call you start beating your chest a little bit you win a few weeks you think um you know you can just show up and that's not the case in this league and so um dan campbell's excited about this opportunity obviously he's going home um won a lot of games in in the superdome and um i would expect a much better effort from detroit on sunday who are players as we look at this stretch coming up with the lions with the three games and the loss column lead on the vikings and the packers and the vikings losing those last two to the Broncos and the Bears really is a bonus to Detroit. A lot of people aren't talking about. Uh, but what areas need to be better uh, the rest of this season for the Lions to have a shot at winning a playoff game? Well, I think they've got to manage their, their pass rush and their coverage a lot better. Um, you look at the 23 sacks that they have, that's ranked 26th in the NFL. Um, and really, when you break it down, I mean, 18 of those came in three games huge. So, you know, there's been no consistency with the pass rush. They've been held without a sack in four games this year. So I think that's got to get better. Um, you look at their three losses, and Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith, and, and you know, Thursday with Jordan Love, they were able to just sit back there in, in the pocket. They completed 75 of 100 passes for over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, no picks, and 135 passer rating. That's what happens in this league when you let guys sit there in the pocket. You can't pressure them. Um, nobody can cover for that long. So I think that's got to be one of the big emphasis um, with this team. And then, you know, getting some of those takeaways on defense, the big plays, the game changers. Um, they've got to get back to doing some of those things, punching the ball out. Um, you know, they've gone a few games now, you know, with, with limited takeaways. And those are such huge plays in this league. So, you know, guys like Cam Sutton, um, guys like Aiden Hutchinson, I, I think Lions need, you know, some of their playmakers on defense, the guys that they count on to step up and, and, and make some plays. Because I think we're, we all feel pretty confident especially when the offensive line is healthy, that this offense can go and score points as long as they take care of the football. 
So improving that pass rush, what would you do? What, what would be the adjustments? Because I get that Hutch has seen a lot of double teams, if not triple teams at times. Uh, I look at that, and I also look at when he has a clean pocket, Goff is a better quarterback. What's the quick fix here dealing through injuries and what personnel the Lions have? Well, I don't know how much you can do. You know, obviously they made the decision not to upgrade um, in terms of the trade deadline. Again, we talked about earlier, we'll see what, what Bruce Irvin can bring. I talked to him this week. He's excited. He's in football shape, um, and he thinks he can add a lot. He thinks there's a lot in the tank. You know, James Houston is a guy um, who we've seen at practice kind of working his way back. That could be an addition in December, but I think it just comes down to guys winning their one-on-ones. You know, guys like James Pascal, who was a second-round pick last year, a guy that they've counted on. He's healthy. I haven't heard his name a lot, you know. Guys like John Kaminsky, um, who does a lot of the dirty work, but, you know, find a way to make a play, too. I think it just really comes down to you know, guys having to win their one-on-one matchups and, and do it more frequently. 720mandetroylions.com. You can follow everything Lions 24-7 at DetroitLions.com. Are they a playoff win-ready team when you look at the Lions right now? I think so. I, you know, I think they can score with anybody. And if that game's at home, um, we've seen what kind of advantage Ford Field can be. I think that's why they want to win this division so bad. They want to play that first game um, and potentially more at Ford Field. I think it gives them such a huge edge. I just think when they can score the way that they can, um, I think they can beat in any game, and I think they can win any game. And if you mix in a couple sacks, a big play, a key takeaway with how much you know, confidence they have in their offense, I, I think they can win a game, especially at home. Yeah, they're in a battle right now for the two or three seed. I think it's going to be tough to catch Philly. They keep having these uh, comebacks, which are unbelievable against quality teams. But, you know, tied for a second. They don't have the conference tiebreaker with the Niners right now. Three seed will still keep you away more than likely from the Cowboys and you'll get a home playoff game. So, you know, three up in the loss column on the Vikings and the Packers. That is huge, Timmy. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, the magic number's down to four, right? It's been a long time. So wow. we start counting down some magic When was the last time we talked about magic like numbers that. with the Lions, right? <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's good to start doing that stuff. Just stay on pace. Obviously, there was a hiccup there on Thanksgiving. Uh, that happens, um, and but you can't let it build. Right? You can't start this thing where you start talking about a losing streak. They've been good all year with bouncing back after a loss. They'll need to do it this week to to lower that uh, magic number, keep three games ahead of um, of Minnesota, who's on the bye, and and then you're rolling. And and all of a sudden, week sixteen, week eighteen um, are, are very important. I'd say week seventeen at Dallas too, but you got Minnesota, Dallas, Minnesota, so. A key ending there, you'd like to have a little bit of cushion going into those last three games. Timmy, always appreciate your time. Enjoy that trip to New Orleans on Sunday. I will. Thank you, guys. It's time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview each and every week. We get together with Dr. Pink, Ferris's president, and other great leaders who are helping move Ferris forward and something that I've known about for a long time, and I think more people are discovering it from all across the country, not just here in Michigan, the Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program is one of the best in America when it comes to getting education connected to uh, being a golf pro at a club, at a shop, or somewhere in this country or around the world. And the director of the PGA Golf Management Program, and they also have a new partnership uh, with the students in Detroit we'll talk about, is Joe Hatch. 
Uh, he joins us from Ferris State on another moving Ferris Forward interview. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on the show today. All right, for somebody who has never heard of the Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program, give me the highlights when someone steps in and wants to get an education in Big Rapids inside that golf program. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to talk a little bit about what we're able to offer here in our PGA Golf Management Program. Uh, I think I would start by saying that um, we were the first PGA Golf Management Program in the country. Uh, Our program was founded in 1975. We're coming up on our 50th anniversary. So since that date of inception, we've been creating PGA professionals up here in Big Rapids, Michigan, um, which is ironic of all places up in the north. Uh, However, we've got an extremely strong base of alumni um, because we've been doing this for over 50 years. We've seen the highs and lows of the golf industry. Our program has 100% job placement. So if you come through our program, you're guaranteed employment at the end of it. And our our curriculum effectively allows uh, our students to go through the PGA of America's educational requirements to become a PGA Class A member. And simultaneously, and this might be slightly awkward coming out of my mouth, out of all people, but I think the best thing that we offer is actually a business degree. So our students get a full-on business degree um, so that they have a lot of different options moving forward, no matter what they choose to do, whether it's in the golf industry or out of the golf industry. Um, And also they are trained to do a number of different um, careers inside the golf industry. Those could be working at a green grass facility, like you might imagine anytime you go to a golf course. It could be a sales rep, could be a club fitter or a standalone instructor if you're looking for golf lessons, but um, no matter what it is, we prepare some of the best across the country up here at Ferris State University. Mr. Joe Hatch is the head of the PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State University, joining us on another Moving Ferris Forward interview. You can find out everything about the PGA Golf Management Program and all the educational and athletic opportunities that Ferris State University offers in Big Rapids and around the state at Ferris Edu. And speaking of around the state, I did see this uh, as a release with Dr. Pink, uh, Dave Murray from your media team, that Ferris State University and their PGA Golf Management Program, you have formed a new partnership uh, with high school and college students in the Detroit area, introducing them to the sport and careers in the game of golf. Let's talk about that. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, We're quite excited about the partnership. Um, It's brand new for us. This um, came by way very organically. Um, Golf Links Detroit um, is a 501c3 charitable organization that works out of the Detroit area to get um, Detroit students into uh, careers in the golf industry. So they have an option of going to Michigan State University and studying the turf grass management program or working on more the management side uh, and attending Ferris State University. The the spirit of this partnership um, is to provide career-based opportunities and employment, actually, while students are in high school in the Detroit area through the golf industry, and segue that into some uh, pursuing their education uh, at our prospective universities. Joe Hatch, uh, he heads up the PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State University. It's awesome uh, with Dr. Pink and Joe and the entire leadership at Ferris has done in connecting 
uh, the game of golf to those high school kids in Detroit. Like I said, you can find out more about the Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program, ferris.edu. And Joe Hatch, thank you so much. Give my best to Mark Wilson, a walking encyclopedia golf historian, a Hall of Famer who also is part of the prestigious Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program. I'll be sure to give them your best. Thanks for having us on today. We're lucky to have Mr. Wilson and friends like you out there. Yeah, thank you, Joe Hatch. And the commitment to the game of golf in Big Rapids and now extending across the state, it really is something special for those who love the game. And I think when you hear PGA Golf Management Program, people are thinking, oh, it trains me to be a PGA pro. No, not a PGA Tour player, but a PGA club pro. 100% guaranteed job placement. How many degrees offer that? Find out more at ferris.edu. Thanks to Joe Hatch heading up the PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris. Another leader who's helping move Ferris forward. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. What are you looking for in a career? What are you looking for in your pursuit of happiness and satisfaction? Let's answer those questions by answering this one. What are you? If you're selfless, courageous, dedicated, disciplined, and humble, your happiness and satisfaction may be in a new career in law enforcement. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org today or simply walk into your local police department and start the conversation. You may find the answer to all of your questions. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Even here, Better Man. Album of the year, Killing Time. Come on up again, Clint Black. This killing time. Clint Black with special guest Josh Grayson. Tickets start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady 
If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers. Until December 30th through the end of the year, purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the final segment on this Thursday broadcast. As always, want to thank Josh Garvey and the entire team at Bean Garter, now Dorn Mayhew in downtown GR. Josh is the managing shareholder. Really good men and women that are part of his team. Uh, they're connected to Dorn Mayhew, their world headquarters in Troy on the east side of the state. One of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. All right, I've been mentioning texting IMPACT to 21,000 if you want to win Lomas Brown's tricked-out golf cart courtesy of Drew and his team at IMPACT Power Sports in Rockford, just north of GR. This is really cool. Uh, We'll give it away next summer at the Tullymore Golf Resort. Uh, Tricked out. You can see the photos of it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I also want to thank everybody at IMPACT. Power Sports. They just became Michigan's newest authorized Yamaha golf cart dealer in Rockford on the west side of the state, 14 Mile Road. Lomas just loves his new cart. I can't wait to see my tricked out golf cart. They can design any golf cart for your golf club, uh, your neighborhood, uh, your lake house. If you have a place down south, up north, you name it, uh, contact Drew and his custom golf cart team. At Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford. Also, Christmas is just around the corner, and Impact Power Sports has a huge selection of kids' ATVs, golf carts, UTVs, e bikes, and more at prices nobody can beat. Simple and easy. If you want to design your own golf cart and be the talk of that club, that golf course, your neighborhood, your business, see Drew. Uh, they'll work with you from step one until it's finished. And check out Lomas's Lions Golf Cart at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. It's pretty cool. And you could win it. Text IMPACT to 21000 to get into that join and have a chance to win. Speaking of the Lions, earlier they did make the formal announcement that the Broncos game has been flexed to the NFL Network on Saturday night. Is that December 15th? Superfly, 8.15 p.m. Are we correct on that date? It's the 15th. 16th. Oh, you're, you're getting this mixed up, buddy. Come on. Give me the date, the right date, Saturday night. What is it? It's the 16th? Are you sure? I want to, We're live 
on a statewide radio show. They flexed it because the Broncos are playing good football and the Lions will have a rowdy crowd. I'll be at that game. That would be awesome. Just want to make sure you got the right date. Okay, it's the 16th. So basically, I was right. You were wrong. When you told me it was the 15th, it's actually Saturday night, the 16th at 8.15 p.m., and that game will be on the NFL Network. And I'll be there. I don't mind the flex to Saturday. There's no college football, no playoffs. That's a day-long tailgate hanging out in the Motor City. And then primetime, get the place rowdy for Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and the crew. So it is official. The Lions-Broncos game has been flexed. Not to the 15th. That would be Friday to the 16th. Thank you, Superfly, for correcting me on this radio show. Also, when you're watching the Lions, celebrate with a Honolulu Blue adult-crafted cocktail, blueberry or blue raspberry lemonade and vodka. Look for it at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.